Welcome to our All Saints service. Today we will remember the wonderful lives of those who have passed away, who have gone on to their future home. We celebrate their lives and their resurrections. Our text comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 32 through 44. We'll pick up during the story of Lazarus. Remember, Lazarus fell sick while Jesus was away, and Mary and Martha, his sisters, sent for Jesus to come and heal him. But Jesus delayed. He, he waited extra time. By the time he shows up, Lazarus is already dead and buried. We'll pick up in verse 32. Then Mary, when she came where Jesus was and saw him, fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. I knew that thou hearest me always, but I have said this on account of the people standing by, that they may believe that thou didst send me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with bandages, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Let us pray. Almighty God, remind us on a day like today that death is not the end, that the grave does not get to win, but that you have set us free from the power of sin and death by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, help us, even as we continue to grieve, to remember and celebrate that grace, to rejoice in your resurrection. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. <clears throat> The candles on our altar this Sunday are a reminder of wonderful lives of members of our family. They're also a reminder, though, of our own mortality. Death is a part of life. How are we supposed to face that fact? How do we cope with reality that our time for all of us in this world is running out? Well, sometimes we view the tomb as a dead end. Mary and Martha certainly did in today's story. You can hear it in their really accusation against Jesus. If you would have been here, our brother wouldn't have died. If Jesus had been there while he was alive, but now it was too late. Lazarus was dead and the tomb was a dead end. They had lost hope. They lost their brother. And that means in their time, they lost their legal standing in the community too. Who knows what else was at risk? Perhaps they would lose their property. They would lose their rights in that community. Perhaps life as they knew it was over. This was a horribly sad day because of the loss of their brother, but maybe compounded by a loss of so many other things that went along with Lazarus' death. You can hear the despair in Martha's response. Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he's been dead four days. 
Martha simply couldn't see past death. We can't blame her, can we? Could any of us? In that situation with a loved one that had been gone for days, could we hope any longer? Is there any room for that kind of hope? Uh, I know it. I have a hard time seeing past that. It sure felt like a dead end when my dad died. It's odd, but I remember one of the things I thought in those first few days, or I wondered, I wondered if I would forget the sound of his voice. I don't know why that was so important to me right after his death, but I, I wondered if I would remember what his voice sounded like. And I thought about the conversations we would never have. Even now, so many years later, things happen that I'd like to tell my dad, and I don't get to. Death feels like a dead end sometimes, doesn't it? It's probably happened to you as well. You've come to the grave and only seen a dead end. Maybe you're experiencing that now. Maybe with some of these great folks that we've lost in the last year. It just feels like the end. Well, it's natural. And it's a natural part of our grieving process. If you're at a point right now where you feel like the grave is a dead end, I don't want you to feel guilty about that. It's normal. Uh, we don't get to see that person every day. We can't make the phone call. We can't be present with them. Uh, it's part of our grieving process to see this as a dead end. It's part of the story, but it's not the whole story. Sometimes people view the tomb as a doorway. Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and I am life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, yet shall they live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. I love that verse. It's one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. But I struggle with that verse. I struggle really believing that verse when it comes to my own mortality. Uh, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. That's where I am so often with that verse. I I believe in the resurrection. I believe in the world to come. I believe that Jesus has conquered the grave, and because he has, we will also. I believe all that to be true. At the same time, when I look at my own life and I know the direction that it's going, it's a struggle too, isn't it? Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Jesus is sharing good news that the grave is not the end. Death doesn't get to win. Now, my mom gets it. She knows that truth, but she's 92. We've just moved her into a nursing home. And she's suffering with dementia, but for months I've been having conversations with her, and she can't wait to walk through that door. For her, the tomb is not a dead end. It's a doorway to a new life. She is eager. She's excited. She wants to be with my dad again. She wants to be with her sister again. For her, uh, it's the edge of adventure, and it's one that she really can't wait to start. She's talked with me over and over about her eagerness to make that trip. Uh, I heard from one of our members here in her final days uh, when it was became obvious that her days in this life were coming to a close. She commented that death was like going on a trip. You get ready, then you don't know when you're leaving or how long it'll take to get there, but you're just ready. That was her experience. It was, death had become a, a an adventure, the next part of our journey. I'm inspired by their confidence. You know, and I dream about, uh, uh, I dream about being able to have that kind of confidence. 
I love the way they dream about the next part of their adventure. So sometimes the tomb is a dead end. Sometimes it's a doorway, but there's more still. The tomb is a declaration of victory. We all get to go through that door, every one of us. Lazarus got to come back out. Not a whole lot of folks get to say that. Uh, Lazarus came back out, and that is proof of God's power over death. It's proof of resurrection. When Lazarus walked out of that tomb, it proved that our biggest enemy is defeated. That death can't, couldn't hold Jesus and death can't hold us. For those of us who, uh, who trust in God, we know that death is only temporary. It's just an instant before we begin new life. Lazarus got out of the tomb and gave us proof of resurrection. And that reality gives me fresh perspective. When I start to see my own uh, life as having an expiration date, when I start thinking about the tomb as a dead end, this gives me fresh perspective. You see, I'm, I'm 56 years old now. I just had a birthday. And that means I'm well over half dead. I have lived uh, probably well over half my life. Uh, and on those days when I'm seeing the grave as a dead end, then my expiration date is getting closer. I get down. I get discouraged. I wonder, what have I done with my life? What can I still do with my life? Are my best days behind me? Uh, I... How many more? How many more days am, am I going to have with my family and with friends? Uh, all of those questions come flooding in when I think about the tomb as a dead end. But then, when I remember Lazarus walking out of the tomb, I feel freer to live life fully. I remember that declaration of victory. Lazarus proved that death doesn't win, and so. I don't have to worry so much about when my expiration date comes up. You don't have to worry about when life in this world is over. It sets us free to enjoy each moment. I can enjoy today. I can, I'm free to enjoy the time that I have, knowing that when my time here is over, it'll just translate into another place. That great cloud of witnesses around us is cheering us on. In Hebrews, we hear him say, let loose of everything that's holding you back. In other words, we waste so much of the time we do have in this world. We waste too much of it uh, focusing on stuff we can't control or on stuff that really doesn't matter in the end. And so that great cloud of witnesses is encouraging us. They're cheering us on. Let loose of everything that's holding you back. In today's story, you hear Jesus talking about the newly resurrected Lazarus. Unbind him and set him free. God set us free today. Set us free to live as those prepared to die. Help us to travel lightly through this world and not get caught up in the cares of this world, but to grasp all the joy and peace that you have to give. Lord, set us free to live as those prepared to die. These saints that have gone before are cheering us on. Let's take their advice and continue their efforts at bringing God's kingdom to our community. Amen.